This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Wright Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. While searching for his daughter, Jane, Professor Porter and his party are captured by cannibals. They establish themselves as miracle workers, however, by predicting rain. In gratitude, the cannibals offer them freedom. Jane Porter has been saved from the cannibals by Tarzan. To escape a tropical thunderstorm, they go to the hut by the river. While there, Tarzan digs out of his arrow case the famous Greystoke locket. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. In the little cabin built by Lord Greystoke 20 years before, Tarzan and Jane Porter stand facing each other. The pale, flickering, yellowish light cast by the oil lamp only serves to emphasize the bare crudeness of the surroundings. Jane looks at the Greystoke locket in her hand. Tarzan watches, a puzzled look in his eyes. He takes the locket and hangs it about Jane's neck. No, no, why, Tim? I can't. You mustn't give me the locket. Jane, no light? It's not that, why, Tim. But you don't know. You can't know what significance lies behind a woman's acceptance of this locket. I can't bear it. Jane takes the locket from her neck and examines it closely. The diamonds flash and sparkle as she presses the two tiny catchers that open it. Tarzan leans forward tense with excitement. Ah, beautiful. All the many, many years he has had this locket, he never knew till now that it could be opened. Their heads together, Jane and Tarzan look at the two ivory miniatures encased in the two halves of the locket. Lord Greystoke and the beautiful Lady Alice. You, Jane, know? Yes, I can. Cecil's uncle and aunt. Of course, you don't know Cecil. That is not my name. If we ever find Daddy, you will meet Cecil. Why, why, Tim? What is this? Another package of leaves? This. Same as... Same as man in locket. Another portrait. Another portrait of Grayson. But where did you get them, White Skin? White Skin find here. Many, many find here. White Skin find he is man. No ape. Here. Find locket. Oh, find here. Of course. How stupid of me. You found the box in the hut. In the cupboard. 
I should have thought of that before. You know, there's quite a resemblance between you and this portrait. But, of course, that's just imagination. What, Dan? Nothing quite, Tim. I was just talking to myself again. Look, look. Brain stop. Look. Yes, you're right. I'm glad. Although, for the moment, I was so taken up with these that I hadn't noticed. Now, we go back jungle. Well, quite, Tim. Before we do, if we must, I vote for a swim first. Swim? Swim? Go in water, creek, river. And Jane, as she says the word swim, demonstrates her meaning to Tarzan. The ape man's face lights up as he catches what she means. Ever since that day so many years ago when he had taken refuge from Sabor by jumping into the river, swimming has been one of Tarzan's keenest delights. He turns to Jane. Jane, swim? Jane, want to come back, huh? Know what? Go jungle? Do we have to go back to the trees, like him? I feel much safer at the hut. And then, if Daddy comes back... Why, what's that you've got like him? This? White skin Meg. Before day when Jane, father, many men come, white skin hut. White skin Meg. That printed warning. The warning we found on the hut door the day we landed. You, you wrote it? Then, but I don't understand. Mine. All mine. What? Locket? All belong white skin. But, but this warning is signed Tarzan of the Ape. How can you say this is yours? Tarzan of the Apes understands English, and, well, I've had to teach you. Oh, I don't know what to think. Tarzan. Tarzan of Ape. White skin. All same. Tarzan, white skin. Same as. You. You, white skin. Tarzan of the Apes. Back in the cannibal trowel, the black witch doctor sits in his hut, brooding. His hatred of these whites who have discredited him knows no bounds. His twisted, misshapen body writhes and shakes with pent-up fury as his spies tell him of the white party's preparations to leave. I'm really quite worried about Clayton. Donald, do you think his illness will hold us up? I think not. He has just a slight touch of fever. What Mr. Clayton needs is action. The strain of doing nothing, of waiting for something to happen, together with his feverish touch, that proved too much for him. Once we are on the move, he will rapidly recover. Uh, you don't uh, think then that there's anything really to worry about? And I do not say that, monsieur. This African fever is a dangerous thing. Sometimes it kills almost without warning. Again, its slow ravages are, are of such a nature that nothing seems to cure or stop them. Is there anything at all that we can do? Get him into the hands of a ship's doctor as quickly as possible. That is the only thing I can suggest. Save him from as much excitement as possible. And, monsieur, contradict him as little as is possible. But come, let us finish our preparations and leave. I shall await monsieur Clayton. No need to, Donald. I'm awake. The thought of relieving his place is like atomic. I feel a little dizzy and lightheaded, but I'll be all right in a short time. Did you see, monsieur, did as I said, the quicker we get away, the better. Uh, uh, do you suppose the chief will permit us to take our arms? I, I, frankly, I don't feel at home now unless I am carrying a rifle. Mm. So far, the chief has raised no objection. Uh, my men are getting everything ready now. And, uh, have you given any thought as to what we shall do after leaving here? I continue our search for change, of course. We, monsieur Clayton, I understand, but... After all, the African jungle is a large territory. I should suggest... Uh, yes, sir, no. ...that we go directly to the hut. The hut in the clearing. There is a possibility that we may come across the person Monsieur Philander believes is Tarzan of the apes on our way there. And if not, what then? I would say that some of us remain at the hut, uh, await the arrival of the cruiser. You mean to look after me, Donald? 
Oh, no. I'm going to search if I have to do it alone. But, my dear McGarry, thank God, man. How can you suggest such a thing? Don't you understand that I'm in love with Jane? Every minute she's alone in that jungle. Now, now, Clayton, Clayton. We understand. Dando merely meant that until you have recovered your strength, it it would be better if you were in the hut instead of out in the jungle. Well, what can happen now? Voila! Here comes our people. Very much upset, too. Excited. Oh, I hope there's nothing else that's happened to prevent our leaving this rotten hole. Warner, message. Here come. White barrel gun. White men sub. Go. Cave. What? What is that, Donna? A messenger has just brought word that Tarzan and Mademoiselle Jane have been seen at the sacred cave, the mummy cave. But goodness gracious, oh, what could they be doing there? Good moi, monsieur, I do not believe it. There is no thing at the cave that Tarzan of the apes could want. No, no, monsieur, it is a trick of that witch doctor. But if the witch doctor just wanted to trick us, he could have sent the message secretly. And anyway, we can't afford to ignore the message. The natives have taken it seriously. Look at them. The whole tribe is ready to leave. And that is just why I think it is a plot. The witch doctor could achieve three things by a Inventing such a lie. Three things, Daniel? Yes. Firstly, the cave is taboo. If the natives think the Tarzan of the apes and Mademoiselle Jane have broken the taboo, they will kill them on sight. Great Scott, do you think that, Donald? Yes, I do. And secondly, the witch doctor is so infuriated with us that nothing would suit him better than to lure us there and cut us. But, Daniel, we know the way out of the cave now. True, and our friend the witch doctor knows that we know it. But, but what good will that do him? They probably have some sort of surprise awaiting us. And then again, if he can put us out of the way, this time definitely. And do it in the cave, he reestablishes himself in their esteem. Oh. Then, when you're excited to ignore the messages. Oh, but oh, dear, dear, we can't afford to ignore it. If we uh, didn't go, and it turned out that Jane was. Well, there. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going. I don't know what to say. I feel a darn old right, but then I agree with Archimedes. We I'm not going to wait any longer. These natives are piling out of the compound now. I'm going. Very well, monsieur. I, I shall say no more. Of course, I cannot let you go alone. While Professor Porter and the White Party hurry toward the cave, Jane and Tarzan make their way to the river. Out of that horrible cannibal village, the jungle is almost, almost peaceful. If I only knew that Daddy and Cecil and Mr. Philander were safe, I'd be content. Safe? Out of danger. Not having to be afraid anymore. Oh, Tarzan, you don't know what fear is. You don't know what it is to be afraid. I don't believe that you ever think that anything is dangerous. It is just all a part of your life. Talons, fangs, death, hunting and being hunted. The jungle. You are the jungle. And you are so sure of yourself. Like the lion. Yet you are very much like the lion, Tarzan. You're wonderful. <laughs> if I'm not careful, I'll be falling in love with you. Love? Now, you would pick out that one word, wouldn't you? Why couldn't you want to know what falling means instead? Tarzan, no falling. Way up. Come down. Fast. Tarzan, not no love. Jane, tell Tarzan. Now, look here, young man. We started out for a swim, and we're getting way off the track. Much, much too far off the track. Now, you swim here, and Jane go upstream a little way and swim. You understand? Tarzan, swim here. Tarzan, swim here. Love. And see that you do swim here. As Jane reaches the little pool surrounded by trees where she has swum before, she pauses a moment, standing on a log that projects out over the water. How quiet and lovely and peaceful. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
will learn, Tarzan. You won't need any teacher either. <laughs> oh! Oh! Her foot has slipped and she's fallen into the stream. And what is that on the other side of the pool? That long body streaking torpedo like through the water, straight toward Jane. She turns, she sees it. Gimla, the crocodile! She fights out for the shore. She's going with terrific speed, but you make it. No, no, she won't. The bank is steep and slippery. She's far way out. She slips back into the dark water. Can Tarzan, even with his superhuman speed, reach Jane's side in time? Dono and the white party are fairly sure that they're walking into a trap, but this time, with their eyes open, can they outwit the witch doctor? This is an American Gold Seal production. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, cowabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Blouses! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production. Professor Porter and his party, captured by cannibals, gain their freedom through their supposed supernatural power, which appear to bring rain. Word is brought that Jane, the professor's lost daughter, has been seen at the native temple cave with Tarzan. Though sensing a trap, the whites determined to investigate. Meanwhile, Jane and Tarzan, at the cabin in the clearing, decide to go swimming. Jane is attacked by a crocodile. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. As he hears Jane's first cry, Tarzan swings into the trees and speeds toward the pool. Now he's just above the scene of the savage drama. Only a few yards separate Jane from the reptile. With a savage growl, Tarzan leaps. Jane clutches frantically at the slippery mud of the bank. The great jaws of the monster open to seize her. 
Tarzan lands in the water beside the brute. His unexpected attack takes the crocodile's attention from Gain and it turns upon Tarzan. Its jaws snap back at the thing close to it, but to no effect. Tarzan swims clear. The jaws cannot reach him. He plunges his knife into the thinner hide beneath the shoulders and circling the neck with one powerful arm. Himla dives, but Tarzan retains his hold. To relax it now means certain death. Again and again he plunges the keen blade hilt deep into the mighty saurian. Tarzan's lungs are bursting for air. Can he hold out? He must, but... In his death agony, Gimla shoots to the surface. Tarzan feels his lungs anew. With undiminished strength, he still wields his knife. Again, again, again. The group dives once more, but not before Tarzan has glimpsed a score of sinister forms gliding into the water from the opposite bank. Now the two are at the bottom again. The crocodile's weakening. Suddenly it goes limp. The duel is over. Tarzan shoots to the surface. Tarzan, hurry! There are more of them! Quick! They're almost on you! Tarzan strikes for the shore. Powerful, quick, clean strokes. Almost crocodile shoots ahead as it sees its prey. It's almost on him. Tarzan thrusts himself out of the water. He grasps an overhanging branch, pulls himself to safety as great jaws snap greedily just a few inches below his feet. Oh, Tarzan, I thought it had killed you, and I couldn't do anything. I didn't dare shoot. I might have hit you. <sighs> All right, now. Gimlet dead. All gone. Look. Oh, how awful. They're cannibals. Cannibals? Yes, like Gorman Danny. Gomandani, eat Gomandani. Tarzan, cannibal? Oh, no, don't say that. Yes, Tarzan, cannibal. Tarzan, eat Horta. You're not a bore, not in either sense of the word. And now, let's get back to the hut. Jane, swim? You're laughing at me, and I don't think that's nice. No, I've had all the swimming I want in this river. Jane, listen. Black men make many drums talk. Many black men, Jane. Do you suppose it has anything to do with Daddy and Cecil and Mr. Philander? Oh, I hope nothing happened to Daddy. Father. Father alive? Coleman Ganny not hurt. Tarzan not know why. Things may have changed since we escaped. They seemed in no danger then. But we don't know what has happened since. Jane no frightened. Father alive then? Father alive now? No, I'm not afraid, Tarzan. I'm worried. That's different. Oh, I don't know how to explain that to you, but I want to go back. I want to be with my father. He may be in danger. I can't help but worry about Daddy. He's so helpless. He's always needed me. Jane, want to go back to Gomangani, Black Man Village? Go to that big tree from where we watched them after we got away. We could see them, see if everything is all right, and then come back to the hut. Tarzan, go alone. Jane, stay in the hut. Tarzan, come back quick. Tell Jane. Oh, no, no. I want to go with you, Tarzan. I want to see for myself. Then I'll be satisfied. All right. Tarzan, Jane, go village. Look, come back. Yes, Tarzan. Let's go now. Yes. Tarzan and Jane swing into the trees. With his incredible speed, the ape man with Jane in his arms flashes onward. Both are silent. As they speed through the upper terrace of the jungle, the drums get louder. Finally, Tarzan pauses. Drums no come from Black Man Village, Jane. I've been thinking the same thing, Tarzan. Drums talk. No kill them. Drums talk. Go look. What do you mean? You mean the drums are not ceremonial? That they are telling of a search party? Drums speak. Go look. Maybe Jane? Maybe Tarzan? Yes, yes. Now drums too much close. No talk much. Look, 
Oh, that dirty black man. Father, Mr. Bernardo, Cecil, and some more white men. Now, go slow. Tarzan, watch. We are getting very close, monsieur, but I am still convinced that we are walking into another trap. It is utterly unreasonable, monsieur, that this, that this Tarzan would come to this cave. Word was brought to the chiefs that they were here. And I'm going in. Uh, during our walk here from the village, I have become more and more convinced that Lieutenant Darnow is correct. Remember, monsieur, it was the witch doctor who first led us to this cave and then disappeared. It was only by a lucky chance that we found an exit. Uh, all very true. But I can't see what that has to do with the present situation. What more natural, monsieur, than that the native medicine man should select the same place if he wished to trap us? Uh, but aren't you overlooking the fact, Lieutenant, that we did find our way out of the cave before... What is to prevent us from leaving again by the same exit? Yes, after all, we do know an exit. A little choking going through the water is very little to risk when perhaps so much depends upon it. You're just well right, Philander. And I'm for going in as what? Uh, yeah. But in case of difficulty, I'm going to send ten of my men back to the hut in the clearing to watch for the return of the cruiser. I shall go up front and fix the details. Mm, I don't like the idea of sending part of the men away. Not at all. Uh, well, after all, Clayton, we can't take them all into the cave with us. No, no, I suppose not. <laughs> going on ahead there. The natives have found something. Uh, yes, and they're quite excited about the discovery. It's a piece of James Hunting shirt, Professor. A piece of the sleeve, I know it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Yes. It is. Well, uh, hello, Donna. What do you say to this? Where was it found, monsieur? A tapa, coca, lami. Right in front of the cave. I'm more inclined to doubt than ever. This makes it obviously I trap, monsieur. Look about you. There is not a place where Mademoiselle Porter could have torn her sleeve. The witch doctor brought this piece of cloth from the village. All right, all right. We've got to go inside that cave to prove our theory incorrect. So be it, monsieur. Now, Monsieur Clayton, I know that you do not agree with me, but I ask you one thing. Certainly. When we go through that waterfall to the cave, the witch doctor goes with us. Right. Hidden in the dense foliage, Tarzan and Jane looked down on the seething, milling throng of blacks. Look, Tarzan, they found my sleeve. It's a trap to get Daddy into the cave. Didn't you hear what they said? Tarzan, no, understand everything. Oh, if only I could warn them. Daddy, all of them. Oh, no. Jane, cry out. Black men kill. Wait. Yes, I know. But if I could do something. Tarzan. Yes? You got writing. Warning. The paper you put on hot door. Yes. In quiver with arrows. Jane, right? Yes, yes. Tarzan, fixed paper to arrow. Shoot? Quickly. Now, pencil. Now, Daddy, I am in trees with Tarzan of the Apes. Don't go into cage. Change. All fixed. Give Tarzan. What are you doing, Clayton? Don't you see in the tree? Tarzan! Quick, Dono, stop him! Confound it! What did you... Why do you not tell my arm and spoil my aim? Look! Look! A message from Jane! She's safe in the trees with Tarzan! But look out! 
Lucky me, he's the leader. Yes. And when they get through shooting their arrows at Mamad and Shane and Tarzan, they will turn their attention to us. Why the devil didn't you let me shoot? Do not be a fool, Monsieur Clayton. It is bad enough now. You forced our hand and showed the natives that we do not want to help capture Tarzan. Very stupid of you, Clayton. They expected you to kill him. And when Darlow was forced to knock your gun down, it proved to the cannibals that the rest of us don't want to kill him. <laughs> And there is the witch doctor urging the man to attack us. We better try to get away now while they are still occupied with Tarzan. But, but, but I, I can't see Jean. Uh, Tarzan has disappeared. Where can Jean be? Come, come. That mob is liable to turn upon us at any moment. If they do, there is only one chance. What? The cave. It is taboo. It's our only chance. And let's take it. enough to keep the natives from following and killing the white men. Can Tarzan aid them? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American gold seal production. Jane Porter has been rescued from a crocodile by Tarzan. Hearing native drums, Jane persuades Tarzan to take her toward the cannibal corral, where she knows her father and his party are. Perched high in the trees, they see the professor and the whites making their way toward the temple cave behind the waterfall. The professor's party has been told that Tarzan and Jane are in the cave, but they sense a trap. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. They are on the other side of the waterfall. Huh? And just listen to those leaves. 
I think it's only what time And now I am just a moment, monsieur. The lives of my men are probably already forty. Give me a hand here with this witch doctor. Just a moment, sir. And let you try him so that we shall know where he is the next time we need him. All right, you trickery thief. I'd like to ring your filthy neck. Ah, 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 Laid by the witch doctor. Yes, you are undoubtedly correct in your deductions, Darrow. The point I wish to stress is this. If Monsieur Crayon had not fired upon the... upon Tarzan, we should not have had to come to this. Go ahead, say it. If I hadn't fired at him, you wouldn't have had to stop me and the blacks wouldn't have attacked him. That's what you wanted to say, isn't it, Darrow? Yes, Monsieur. And because of that, Monsieur Crayon, I have lost five of my sailors. You really think down, Monsieur? The ones who were not here before we came in here are undoubtedly dead now, or worse still, on their way to the state. So was all bombs. I, I didn't think. Please, I with your fight on. You did not think. You allowed your personal feelings against this Tarzan, who never so far as I know has done you any harm. <laughs> harm? Harm? He's kidnapped Jane, you hear? Put him in the jungle for weeks. And now they're Clayton, Clayton. We have James Note here telling us that she has come to know how. Ah, ah, James Note. James Note. This thing is by far, I know now. Nonsense, Clayton. You're talking rubbish. And the only excuse I can find for your actions is that the fever has affected your ability to reason. Pardon. All this measure is neither here nor there. Due to a purely personal matter on which your Clayton's part, I have, I say, lost five of my men. And from now on, I am in command. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I will be obeyed. Look here, Donald, I'm with you. I have a dozen objections that are all reasonable. But that is not the point. I am to be obeyed to the letter. And I feel that all promises I have made about searching for Mademoiselle Porter can be broken without loss of honor. And I will prosecute a search entirely on my own. And you decide at once. I agree without question. I also, Donald, but I don't. I don't recognize your right to order me about, and I am not the only one. Clayton, be sensible, be reasonable. Yeah, Papa, disarm, Monsieur Clayton. This one's a real one. I'll not be disarmed by it. Come here, Monsieur. It's all right, Monsieur. No one is hurt. Now, Monsieur Clayton, you have your choice. Your word as a gentleman to obey the command and make no attempt at retrieving your rival, or continue this journey bound. Well, there is no choice. I agree. Hey! Hey, we can't get out! Uh, what do you mean, Sir Anders? We can't get out? We can't get out! Why not, Monsieur? The secret exit, the one we found before, has been blocked up. The big rock has been loaded in the opening. <laughs> Overlooking the temple cave, Jane and Tarzan watched the cannibals attack Professor Porter and the party of whites. Jane leans forward eagerly as she sees her father, followed by the others, jump through the waterfall, taking the witch doctor with them. Jane turns to Tarzan. Oh, Watson, Tarzan, I, I don't understand why. What can Cecil have been thinking about? All right, Jane, Bowman Ganny, no catch, Tarzan. But Tarzan, the whole thing is beyond me. One minute the cannibals seem to be friendly towards Daddy and Mrs. Philander and the others. I don't know who they are, but they look like sailors. 
Then Cecil fired at you. And the others seized the rifle. And then the cannibals turned on Danny and the other white men. Yes, Jane. White men try shoot Tarzan. Other white men save. Black men like kill white men or save Tarzan. I think you're right, Tarzan. And then I heard the man I don't know shout to Daddy and Cecil and Mrs. Lamander to jump into some cave behind the waterfall. Little more, night comes. Jane, Tarzan, go into water. But, but we can't, Tarzan. Not with all these cannibals around. We are safe enough up here in the trees. But the minute one of these blacks sets eyes upon us, they will shoot their arrows at us. Night come, dark. Tarzan go black man Billy. Make fire one hut. All black men see fire. All black men go village. Tarzan and Jane go into water. Find father. Now, now that's a good idea, Tarzan. But do we have to wait till night? Probably there aren't any blacks left at the village. Jane and Tarzan go now? Yes, can't we? We go now. Without further word, Tarzan picks Jane up in his arms, holds her to him, and heads for Monga's village. As they flash at breathtaking speed along the upper jungle terrace, Jane thinks of Clayton's attempt to shoot Tarzan. Was it jealousy? Jane has known that Clayton cared for her. He'd never said anything, but Jane had known. And as they speed through the trees, Jane unconsciously voices her thoughts. Still, that would hardly account for it. Cecil had no way of knowing how much I've grown to care for Tarzan. What, Jane? Oh, oh, nothing, Tarzan. I'll have to be more careful about talking to myself. You learn altogether too quickly. Jane just talk? That's it, Tarzan. Jane just talk. Even that excuse isn't going to serve at the rate you learn to speak English. The days when I can think aloud are just about over. Look, Jane. Gomangani village. As Tarzan speaks, Jane looks down and sees the cannibal crowd. With never slackening speed, Tarzan presses on. Now he's at the familiar tree overhanging the stockade. Down through the leaves, soundlessly, holding Jane tightly, the ape man drops from limb to limb. They stop. Tarzan points to a black, evidently a sentry, standing by the sacrificial fire. Jane, stop here. Tarzan, go make hut on fire. But Tarzan, what about the black man? Tarzan, Jane, look other way. Tarzan, fix black man. You mean kill him? Jane, no look. Tarzan, no kill black man. Other black man kill father. Yes. Yes, Tarzan. I suppose that's right. I won't look. And Tarzan silently, cautiously drops from the limb to the ground. Crouching, his grass rope looped and swinging from his hand, he creeps closer. Closer to the unsuspecting black. Back in the cave temple, Professor Porter, Clayton, Philander, and Dono are standing, staring at the blocked secret passage. Once again, the witch doctor was saying... Yes, I'm sure of it. Look at the devilish grin on his face. Nadarak, Sala, Sala, Haya. Mange was silly, Nadarak. I just said that it was bad medicine, and he said that it was good medicine. I don't see that he has any reason to up. He didn't expect to come in here with us. He's in as bad a fix as we are. The chances are that he knows another way out. Then if he can get out, so can we. Papa. Tie this black up again and keep hold of the rope so he cannot get away. You do not want him doing this disappearing search as he did before. Fire! Fire! Not all, yes. You won't, huh? Ah. We shall see. Major, I have no intention of waiting for this inhuman wretch to make up his mind to tell us how to get out. I'm going to make up his mind for him. Come! Inside! Come, 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 come,
I don't like the tone of Jano's voice. I, I rather gather from what he said that there's some sort of torture within his mind. Personally, I don't care much for torture as, as a means of persuasion. But as far as this witch doctor beggar is concerned, <laughs> I don't care if John of Tristan is either. He's rather ghastly, isn't he? I, I mean, after all, we, we are educated men and supposed to know better. <laughs> Perhaps, Archimedes. But in view of the circumstances, I almost feel that Dono is justified. I go, yes. Trapper's in his feet, they hold. I don't care if Dono kills him. Oh, well, Dono's coming back. Now, what about that man so far? He's quite stubborn. I did not want to hire him permanently, but I am not going to say that he made for us without making some effort to find out. Uh, 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 yes, of course, Dono. I must say, though, that I, I don't like the idea of torture, even if he is just a cannibal. If we kill him, it only means that a nasty finish for us all. We must make him tell us how we can get out of this. What's that? Am I hearing things? Is it my imagination? The fever? No, Clayton. I heard it. It's real. Real, real. It's not real. It's ghastly. Inhuman. What inhuman cry has reached the ears of a fat reporter's fast party? Does some hitherto unsuspected danger lurk in the darkness? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. of the East, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jean Fox. This is on a note on his party, I've taken Tarzan, see the escape of James Fox. Tarzan starts toward the cannibal crowd, not effect to rescue, Tarzan, not effect to rescue, Tarzan, weird, unearthly shriek. Hold your breath. Say much more of that. I need it, Professor and Donald. I cannot explore it. We know that there is a place excepting ourselves and the rest of us. Might just the noise of being made by some mechanical living, made by some mechanical living, made by some mechanical living. You will doubtless recall these, which emits the therapy of sound at sunrise. It's from a cold air, you mean, Professor. Perhaps. But I said, was created by a human earth, was created by a human earth, anything but human. It is not any reason for it. I had thought that it and was trying to warn us out of them. But it hardly seemed that suddenly that even he would dare to raise the taboo that the Wessel Buster has invoked about this cave. When he found himself in the cave, he convinces me that he knows perhaps we need to escape. Now, Philander, so do we, but we know the exit behind us. Very well. You know, this is the same witch doctor here. Dash uncomfortable out of being this. Setting about, not no. Now coming out of some cranny in the red face, steady, please, steady. 
feeling any better? Son, my little. I'm still shivering, though. Uh, sit like to the back of your shoulders, slamming a rotten hole. Enter the cellar. Well, shall I have another stir, monsieur? You can jolly well wring the flag of neck for all I care. Uh, do you really hear with your method to get us any information out of the witch shop? You throw the other end of the cane. I have no objection. Hey, please, wish up my talk. Oh, my God. I'm not about to talk with this trip. Look, pity for that filthy paper. A goo-goo. Fire Matsuri. Inside. Stop my dog. Yeah, yeah. Put him up at the feet. Let's go. One of the Chinese torches, young folks. That's the piece of all that it will be. Show him the journey of the fools who can never wander. Have you noticed a certain bit of the carving? It's just here, Lander. The night you will go. Dano is a very decent fellow. I'd hardly consider this, or that he's used any other duty with things in Lander. It is time, and I suppose that childlike people understand. You know, run to Lander, lay down the passage. Advances rapidly but quietly on the black standing by the sacrificial. The black to turn. He sees Tarzan and speed. The ape man leaps forward. His strong, steel-like fingers grip the black. Tarzan wraps his legs about the warrior as they roll over. Now Tarzan is on top. The black struggles. He... Tarzan gets to his feet back. He pulls a burning brand from the earth's hut, sets it alight toward the stockade, pauses as he's on, he picks up a stick. Not... Jane looks down, rising from the hut, sees Tarzan beating the... Jane, Jane, run, you don't have to laugh at me! Big drum's pumped. Tarzan, leaves the drum. Quickly, he swings himself easily into the tree, flashes upward while the dumbfounded black... I, I wonder, Tarzan... A little more high. Yes? Careful, Tarzan. Oh, I know you never... But you know, I'm not accustomed to believe. How? Oh, I can hardly look. Why, we're way over a hundred feet above the ground. Yes. Oh, yes, Tarzan. They do see the fire. Listen. Soon, Bowman Jane, go cave? Cave? Yes, they'll go to the cave. If the black find us here, well, kill quick. Bowman Ganny, no shoot arrows here. No, I don't suppose they can see us. But if they did... Go now. All right. Down from the tip of the tree, Tarzan and Jane flash. The brown and green of branch and leaf pass Jane in a mixed blur. Now they're in the upper jungle terrace, and only the occasional glimpses of light between the giant trees indicates to Jane their speed, so steadily and surely does Tarzan make his way. We, we must be nearly there now. Our master cave? Men, go away. Fire. Look, cave. You can set me down. Yes. Now, Jane, give Tarzan hand. Go quick. All right. I do hope nothing has happened while we were gone. Black men go inside before, or go inside after. I suppose that's right. If they didn't go in to begin with, there's no reason why they should have gone in afterwards, is there? Look. Look, James. What? What are them? No more caves. All water. Caves gone. I can't see anything but water. Where's the opening? Opening gone. But Tarzan, an opening can't move. Black man move big stone in cave. Tarzan, you mean... Yes, you're right. The blacks have rolled a big rock right across the entrance to the cave. Tarzan, no can move. Of course not. It must have taken ten or twenty men to roll that into place. But, but father is in that place. Closed in that place. Closed in. Oh. Tarzan, no can move. Tantor, move quick. Yes, I'll leave daddy in there. We can't. Call Tantor. Tarzan raises his head to call for his friend, the elephant. He stops. He sees a pair of gleaming eyes staring at him from the brush. A movement, black arms raising a bow fitted with an arrow. 
Quickly, the ape man sweeps Jane to him. With a leap accurate and graceful as that of an impali, he gains the top of a pile of rock or breaks against the wall of rock. Tarzan reaches above him, grasps a slender branch. It may not hold the combined weight, but it's his one chance. Right over the heads of the blacks who were hidden in the brush, they swing in a dizzy, flashing arc. The branch folds. Tarzan's arm shoots out. He grips another stouter limb, quickly melts the jungle vines toward the sheltering dimness of the lower jungle terrace, and they disappear. the damp, spacious temple cave of the cannibal tribe, Garno and Clayton lie back exhausted from their efforts to extract any information from the black witch doctor. Porter and Salander, returning from their exploration of one of the side passes. Have you been able to get anything out of him, Garno? Practically nothing, Major. He constantly reminds me that this cave is filled with the departed spirits of brave warriors of the tribe, and that they are still not a compound rubbish. Nobody believes in ghosts, but he wished off your car. I thought you had been a little severe with him. I assure you, they will do anything. Believe not, monsieur. If we kill him, even though we are established as yet a worker to guide the tribe, we can all end rather naturally on the plane. But this beggar is crazy. We have been left, monsieur, for all time. I know it comes from something, but it's just down there. We thought, perhaps you missed something. Rooms were very damp. Thank you, I have the TV at the time. What do we get from your name? Why? Why? To escape! What will cry? Will Tarzan be able to summon his handled party before the aunt in the cave overtakes them? Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
Tarzan of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production. Professor Porter and his party, seeking his lost daughter Jane, are captured by cannibals. To escape annihilation, they gain refuge in the sacred temple cave of the tribe, taking the native witch doctor with them. Tarzan, who has rescued Jane from the jungle's perils, tries to help the professor, but is driven off by the arrows of the blacks. Inside the cave, Lieutenant Darno tries to extract from the witch doctor the secret of how to get out of the cavern. Later, they find the witch doctor apparently dead. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath! Dead? I never foreseen the monsieur. I... We did not harm him. No. It would take more than we did to kill that witch doctor. Nevertheless, he is dead. Mais non, monsieur. I perceive that he is not dead. He is in a trance. A self-imposed trance. You mean a state of suspended animation? Self-hypnosis? Yes, yes. I have heard that such a thing was practiced by some of these tribes, but this man certainly looks dead. And if what Darno says is correct, he might as well be dead for all the youth he has to us. Yes. It'll be as difficult to learn the secret of the way out of here from the wretch as it would be if he were dead. I do not know about that. At least, I am going to try drastic remedies. What, may I ask? I am going to bleed him. But Dono, he may die. What if he does? He got a bit of his mess. If he does die, we won't be any worse off than we are with him in his blooming trance. No. Oh, no, I have no sympathy with the witch doctor. And the more I can. But remember, if he dies, we are liable never to get out of here. To attempt to bleed him. When none of us is a servant, seems a little short of murder. I do not look at it in that way, monsieur. It is his life or ours. And since the witch doctor trapped us in here, well, I personally feel that we have the right to try the experiment at least. I, for one, do not propose to die just because it's unethical. The force is blighted to lead us out of here. Monsieur Platon has I heard. But don't you think we could postpone the operation? He may come out of this man. Uh, no, monsieur. He can throw himself into one of these pits as often as he pleases. And we shall die of starvation or suffocation. Suffocation? But there seems to be plenty of fresh air. Nevertheless, this caviar is nothing but a huge lava tube. The whole place is honeycombed with similar volcanic tubes and flues. We never know the moment that some disturbance may fill this place with sulfurous fumes. And that is true, Tavno. In fact, Already I have noticed a, a choking sensation, and it's getting warmer in here. I'm going to examine this camp. The fact that there is a current of fresh air, even with the entrance of the cave blocked up, convinces me that there must be another exit somewhere. Some uh, more disturbance outside, Darno? Do you suppose that the meeting will come to look for the witch doctor? No, I, I cannot hear what they are shouting about. I am going up to the front of the cavern where I can hear. Can you make out what they're saying, Darno? Uh, nothing about the white devil guard setting fire to one of the huts and killing a necky. Then perhaps Tarzan of the Apes tried to draw them away from here in order to rescue us. Well, Porter! Remember! Can you hear me? Well, yes. Uh, where are you? On a sort of balcony. It runs around three sides of the cave. As nearly as I can tell. Are there any signs of light? No. But the air is pure here. And that's contrary to what it should be. Yes, the air ought to be purer here. Hello. Magistrate, how did you get up there? By a stairway. 
You'll find it at the second turning. A hole in the rock. Throw through. All right. Coming. We'll be right with you. Enveloping falls over the jungle, save where the torches of the blacks throw a shifting and uncertain light. The big cats begin their nightly prowl in search of food. Numa, the lion, hungry, angry, makes for the waterhole. Sheeta, the leopard, sleek, glossy, and cunning, sneaks through the tall bamboo. From the fringe of the forest, Dango, the hyena, calls to his brothers that here by the cave is meat, meat for the taking, the kind that Dango likes, meat that does not have to be fought for. A kill made possible by the bravery of others. <laughs> High in the treetops, Jane and Tarzan watched the natives who have been left to guard the cave. Natives who only a short time before have tried to kill them, and who if they had so much as a chance would kill them now at sight. And the others, two men to get out of the cave. These natives will, will kill them. There are too many for them. Yes, but father no come out of cave. What do you mean, Tarzan? If father could come out of cave, he come out before now. Father not wait nighttime before it come out. Yes, I suppose that is true. They would have come out right away if they could. If the blacks would only go away, then we might do something to help father and the others. Pretty soon, they go away. The Goldman Ganny. Why? What makes you think so? Why will they go away? A little more dark. Tarzan, kill. But, but Tarzan, you can't kill all of them. There are too many. Tarzan, uh, not kill all. Some Tarzan kill. Others frightened, go away. But Tarzan, you can't go down there. I, I won't let you. Tarzan must go a little way, kill one, maybe two Gomangani. Then Tarzan go another place. One, two, kill. Some Gomangani frightened, run. Oh, I know. I suppose you must do it to save Daddy. But I'm afraid. Every moment you're away. Gomangani no see Jane. Jane stay here in tree. Jane need not be afraid. I'm not afraid for myself. Not anymore. But if anything happens to you, Tarzan, I don't know what I'd do. Don't be so heedless of danger. No speak. Gomangani, come. You're, you're going to shoot from here? Yes. <laughs> that sounds as if you got him. Yes. Jane, no move. Tarzan, go over there. Oh, be careful. Don't let them see you. Gomangani no see, Tarzan. Only a little bit afraid. Gomangani see, Tarzan. Plenty afraid. Yes, you're right. But do be careful. I'll watch from here. Down below, unseen to Tarzan and Jane, a black is watching. He hears the voices. He sees Tarzan swing his way through the trees, closer to the cave. The warrior steps cautiously into the open, raises his bow, pulls the arrow back to its barbed, poisoned head. A native torch flares up. Jane looks down. She sees the black, knows that the arrow is pointed at Tarzan. A split-second hesitation as the black steadies himself. Enough for Jane. She whips out her revolver. Oh, I hit him. Oh, I hope I was in time. There was no call from Tarzan. He must be all right. But, oh, Tarzan wouldn't call out, even if he were hurt. Jane, all right? Oh. Oh, Tarzan. Oh, my dear. 
I thought I hardly dared to think. You you mustn't leave me again. I, I know you're able to look after yourself, but I'm terrified. Terrified for you every moment you're away. No cry. Jane, no cry. Tarzan, stay. Jane, shoot straight. Tarzan, see. I, I hated to do it, Tarzan, but I knew that he could see you. Go, Mangani. Good shot, too. Arago, whiz. Here, past my head. It, it didn't touch you? No. Dear. What mean, dear? 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 I... Why? Well, why do you ask? When Jane's very afraid, Jane say, Oh, Tarzan. Oh, my dear. Oh, oh, dear. Yes, dear, dear. Why, uh, why, it's something like a goat. Only it isn't a goat. Tarzan not understand. No, I hope. I mean, I, I thought you wouldn't. Tarzan, look. See below. Another black. Shh. Tarzan, kill. Down in the gallery of the cave, Tarzan's call carries to Dono and the party searching for an outlet. Listen. What's that? A mysterious sound. You know, Dono. That's the call that Tarzan makes when we kill. You do not mean to tell me that the human being made that sound? Yes, Dono. Every time the Tarzan makes a kill, he raises his head to the sky and... Well, you heard it. But the important thing is, he's still out there. If he's been there ever since we got Jane's message, they, Tarzan of the Apes and Jane, must be waiting for us. Yes. Yes, Doc. Let's not postpone our treatment of which doctor another minute. Let's make him show us some way out of here. All right, come on. I left him behind the altar with Francois. That's what I thought. But he's not here. But you must be mistaken, Monsieur Clayton. Right there. You you are right, Monsieur Clayton. Where is Francois? Yes. Where? But it cannot be. They must be here. Has the witch doctor outwitted Lieutenant Darno and made his way out of the cave? Will Tarzan's call drive off the natives? Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, we do something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, there's a box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
Far Time of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production. While seeking his daughter Jane, who had been carried off by an ape, Professor Porter and his party are captured by cannibals and trapped in the sacred temple cave by the witch doctor. Jane has been rescued from the ape by Tarzan, who takes her to the cannibal village to look for her father. Inside the cave, the whites discover that the witch doctor, supposedly in a trance, has disappeared. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath! You're positive, darling, that you left the witch doctor here in this spot? Of course, Monsieur Clayton. Absolutely, Clayton. We left the black hero with Francois de Garden. And now they're both gone. And if they're not in the case... Exactly, Monsieur. There is another way out. True. It's evident that Francois must have liberated the witch doctor. Francois would sacrifice his life, Monsieur, before he would turn traitor. But the witch doctor was tied and Francois was gone. That explains nothing. But we now know definitely that there is another way out, and we must find it. Yes, of course. The sound of news are they're becoming more noticeable. Better get back on a higher level. The monsieur has right. Let us go. I feel sure that the exit must be from that gallery, since Monsieur Clayton pointed out the air is purer at all. Uh, on that opposite side of the cave, it is much cooler. That might indicate water. And you infer from that, Professor? Uh, since there is no water actually coming into the cave, that water must be outside. And therefore, the thickness of the rock at that point cannot be excessive. Wait, everything points to the exit being on that side? Come, we begin our search. Quickly then! 
Night one. Uh, we may be in time. Francois! Francois! We are coming! the cave in the treetops, Jane and Tarzan watch the natives as they examine the body of the black Tarzan has killed and thrown down at them. I, I wonder what they'll do now, Tarzan. Look for Tarzan and Jane. You think we'll stay here? Perhaps we'd better go over toward the hills, back of the cave. I wait for Chief, then I... Then, then what, Tarzan? I kill... out. Now, Devil Man makes this noise to call Gomangami. Almost looks as if you were right, Tarzan. They, they're all looking toward the cave. All right, if Tarzan go to top of hill, try to see if Father and the rest are where Tarzan can talk to them. And leave me here alone? Yes. Oh, no, you're not. I'm going with you. I don't want to be left alone. If there's a chance to talk to Father, I... All right. Look, Goldman Candy all going away. Yes, and that weird noise. Is he dying out or it's going farther away? After Goldman Candy all gone, we go to cave. But tell them, I don't like to wait with Daddy in there, perhaps hurt, perhaps needing me. If we go now, we must fight Goldman Candy. Then they stay. We want them to go, not stay. Yes, yes, you're right, Tarzan. You generally are. Jane loves Tarzan? What? You would remember that word. Don't you know, Tarzan, that sitting on the limb of a tree, a hundred feet above the ground, is no place to ask questions like that? No, I don't know. Well, then, you'll just have to take it from me that it is. But, Jane, I want to know. I see you do. Now, Tarzan, be a dear and don't ask that now. As Daddy would say, don't be so precipitous. It's a delicate question. It requires tact. Tact? What is tact? Sometimes it's thinking one thing and saying another. And always it means not saying what you'd like to say in the way you'd like to say it. Tact no good. Tarzan, love Jane. You mustn't. But Tarzan do. But Tarzan mustn't say it. That Tarzan is tact. Jane likes tact? Yes. Oh, oh, well, a little tact. But that is tact... I do not say I love Jane. I just love her. You're the most embarrassing person I ever met. Embar- uh, uh, embarrassing? Yes, Tarzan. That's another word you don't know. But as I said, a hundred feet above the ground in the top of a tree is not the place to ask a girl if she loves you. And it's equally unsuited to lessons in English. Oh, look, Tarzan. What? Lights. 
More natives. Away on top of the hill. No. Not lights from Goldman, Ganny. Lights from Father and others. Then, don't you think we should go there now without waiting? Yes, Jane. Hold on to Tarzan. Tarzan, go quickly. Oh, I wonder what my friends at home would think if they saw me being carried through the treetops like this. Like this? This is the only way to carry Jane. Yes. Tarzan, you had the unhappy knack of seizing upon the wrong part of a sentence to emphasize. I was not referring to the manner in which you carry me, but merely to the fact that I'm being carried through the treetops. I see. I hope you do. I... I'm not uncomfortable. In fact, I rather like being carried this way. But you don't have to be constantly referring to it. I think uh, we can go down now. You... I'll never get used to that car then. You dropped down like a streak of lightning. Did you ever lose your hold? No. Come now. Take Tarzan's hand. The ground is rough. Big stone. Yes, boulder, Tarzan. I think I'm sure it was over there that I saw the light. Yes. This way we have to climb. Now, uh, I'll lift you up, Jane. Uh, a crack in the rock, Tarzan. Do you suppose it leads into the cave? Can't tell. Look, Jane. More light. Yes. They're away down below, Tarzan. Can I take a chance on calling out? Wait. Maybe we see who it is first. The opening is such a small one. Nobody could get through. But I know I can see. I can see Daddy. Daddy, Daddy. Mrs. Amanda. Elbow. Elbow. Daddy. Mrs. Amanda. Am I hearing things? Mrs. Amanda. Elbow. It's Jane. 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 Yes, Elbow. There's a cleft in the rocks. Why do you not to get through? No, we can't even get our heads inside. We can barely hear you. How far up are you? How far down did Daddy call them? Oh, uh, a big tree down. That is probably more than 100 around the others out of the cave? Or will the witch doctor, who has made good his escape, be able to prevent them? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. of the Apes, from the novel by Edgar Rice Burroughs, 
with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production directed by James Knight Cardan. Professor Porter and his party have escaped from the cannibal village where they had gone to search for Jane, the professor's daughter. But the infuriated blacks, believing the white men have broken one of their tribal taboos, force them into the sacred temple cave where they are trapped. Seeing lights in the cave, Tarzan and Jane are about to effect a rescue when they hear the weird noise that presages the approach of the witch doctor. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. Find out! Yes! 
block, who in turn will just be charged, fire the fuse, and by going back to say where he came, get out of the way. Then we may get out of right we may. It sounds perfectly simple down there. Oh, yeah, monsieur, it is simple, but there is really no strata to this rock formation. As you know, it is volcanic. Yes, yes, darling. But what difference does that make? Quite a great deal, monsieur. We have, first of all, no way of knowing when the charge is set off, which way the rock will fall. You mean, Lieutenant Colonel, that Daddy and the rest of you must take a chance of being buried alive in there, or crushed by the falling rock? Yes, Mademoiselle Jane. And also you, monsieur, know as well as you are, that the place is full of lava, too, filled with silver fumes. That's true. And if the blast pierces one of them, we could easily be asphyxiated before we can get out. And there it is, monsieur. It is for you to choose. We did but... What a dream! Now, that Jane would be in no danger. She could get away in plenty of time. Pardon! Mon lieutenant! But the charge set off in this feature from this side would do nothing! Why not? But what? Too much space, mon lieutenant! I cannot get in to where the passage narrows! Tarzan can do it here! Yes, Jane? Does the dynamite have to be placed in the small space? Tell him, Jane, talks too much. Waste time. Goldman Gary will come back. Tarzan, fix. Tarzan says that you are wasting too much time in talking. The blast may come back any minute. Tell us what has to be done, and we will do it. Please, I can't let you do No, no, something else. We cannot accept the state of the rest of your life. More talk. What now? Listen, Daddy, Cecil, all of you. Yes. Yes. Neither Tarzan nor I know anything about setting off dynamite. But if you don't hurry up and tell us what to do, we'll go ahead and try anyway. No, no, my dear. I forbid you. Uh, you do nothing of the sort. Why, you might be blown to pieces. All right. Don't be so stubborn. Tell us what to do. Well, no, no, my dear. I hate to make any suggestion. I, I shall leave the matter to you. There is no use doing that, Lieutenant. I have made up my mind. And Tarzan will do what I ask. Whatever James say, Tarzan will do. Very well. If there is dynamite in front of the tail, you will find it in a small box. The sticks are about six inches long, three quarters of an inch thick, and are wrapped in oiled brown pepper. You said something about fuse and caps. Yes. The fuse is black, like, almost like string. The caps are, but you must be careful of the caps. One little jar. You got them? And well... Don't worry. We'll be careful. What else? Just bring them all to the fissure. Then I shall tell you what to do. All right. Come now, then. Dynamite. Dynamite. What is dynamite? Dynamite. Let me see. Dynamite. Well, we, uh, at least I think we do. We set fire to it. And it makes a big bang and blows a hole in the rock. Look, Jane. Big hole here. Tarzan helped Jane down. Thanks, Tarzan. Smile, you're strong. You lift me like a baby. Yes, Tarzan likes to lift Jane. Now, now, we won't talk about that. At least, not now. Talk about it uh, some other time, Jane? I think you did nice in teasing me. Teasing? What is teasing? Well, we haven't time to talk about that either. But it's not very different from dynamite sometimes. Blow up, eh, Jane? Exactly. Look, Tarzan, do you suppose that is a box of dynamite? We can tell when we look. If anyone else but you, Tarzan, had said that, I would have said that it was sarcasm. Even if Lieutenant Dino had set up the dynamite by itself as harmless, I... I think I'd handle it a little more carefully, Tarzan. Tarzan, careful. Jane takes fuse. Tarzan carry dynamite and cap. I'd feel better if the dynamite and cap were carried separately. You take the dynamite. I'll take the cap. All right. Come quickly. Anytime, Goldman Ganny, we'll come back. Yes. Yes, you go ahead, Tarzan. I'll hand up the cap to you when you get on top of the boulder. Ready? All right, Tarzan. 
There. Now. Now pull me up. Fine. Now. Now it won't be long. Here, Jane. Lieutenant! Here we sufficiently to allow the party to escape, or will they be more hopelessly trapped by falling rocks? And what of Tarzan and Clayton when they meet? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. by Edgar Rice Burroughs, Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Goldfield production. Seeking Professor Porter's lost daughter Jane, the party of whites has escaped the cannibal village only to be trapped in the sacred temple cave by the witch doctor. Tarzan and Jane, however, succeed in establishing communication with the imprisoned party. Lieutenant Darno tells them where to find some dynamite. Tarzan plants a charge and fires the dynamite. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. Back to the 
And anyway, we must get the other car quickly. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, can, can I assist Mr. Tarzan? I don't think so, Daddy. I'm sure Tarzan can manage. Are you ready, Mr. Fernando? Yes, Daddy. All right. Hang on. Most undignified accident. Or egress over the My fault exactly, Philander. But anything to get out of there. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Tarzan, I, I want to shake your hand. Better get others out. Up afterwards. Quite right. Quite right. Mr. already. I do. Yes, yes, I'm weaker than I thought I was. Why, why, Cecil, you look... Yes, Jane, you see, Cecil's had rather a bad time with fever. Oh, Cecil, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'll be all right. Get out of this compound of jungle walk. Ready, Donald? We're in, Mr. Fitzgerald. Hold on, Donald. Here, here, I'll give you a hand, Donald. Please promise you, Fitzgerald. Cecil, aren't you... Won't you say something to Tarzan? Eh? Oh, oh yes. Fine. Thanks, old man. I was forgetting. I could help Darno, you know. Oui, Monsieur Tarzan. We are all greatly indebted to you. In fact, I do not think that I exaggerate when I say that all of us owe you our lives. <laughs> For me, I thank you, Monsieur Tarzan. Hey, Monsieur, I am truly glad to see the end of that place. Better all of us go quickly. Roman Gani may come here any time now. I don't hear any trouble. Not now. But we, Tarzan and I, did only a moment or two ago. Yes. Now it is more dangerous. When you hear Gomangani drums talk, you know where Gomangani are. But now, well, the Gomangani can come quietly and quickly. Then, discretion being much the better part of valor, I propose we start for the hut at once. Right, Landon. Come on. Well, not that way, though. If the cannibals are coming, that way we run into them. Darno is right. We go the other way. But we must follow the trail that we know. Surely the queen's way to the hut is by the trail. You forget, Cecil, that we have Tarzan to lead us now. Tarzan knows every branch and blade of grass in the jungle. Don't you, Tarzan? I can take you to the hut quickly. Sir, I don't like the idea at all. Wait, Cecil. Come here. Now, what's the matter? Nothing, Philander. I don't like the idea of wandering off into the jungle in an unknown direction. The Clayton, if Tarzan guides That's something. Tarzan this and Tarzan that. Can't we do anything without Tarzan? Clayton, you exasperate me. You do, really. Your Tarzan has rescued us not once, but... Uh... Oh, what's the use of talking? I can't help it. I still feel that he is in some way in league with those channels. Nonsense. Besides, that very unjust. All right, all right. Have it your own way. Well, that's just what I'm going to do. I'll have it my own way. More talk. We will stand here till Gomangani comes. You are quite right, Monsieur Tarzan. Lead on. Makes very little noise. I want to listen for Gomangani following us. How long do you think it will take to get us back to the house? If we go quickly, two days. Slowly, three days. You see, Daddy, when Tarzan goes alone, or carries me, we do it in just a short time, through the creek. Uh, yes, yes, of course, my dear, but I feel uh, that I am too old to enjoy climbing through the treetop. Uh, have you been back to the house, Jane? Yes, several times. I got the revolver there. And uh, you saw no signs of the cruiser, Mademoiselle Jane? No, not since the day it sailed away. Then... Then you do not think that the cruiser returned while we were gone? No, unless it was while we were all prisoners at the crowd. Even then, they would have fired a gun and we would have heard it. Even at that distance, I'm sure. Quiet, everybody. I heard something. 
nor do I. I must admit that outside the various jungle beasts, I can hear nothing. Someone is moving in jungle. Well, I can't hear anything. No, can't hear Tarmangani or Gomangani, but jungle beasts, Tabor, Ita, Numa, all uneasy, all afraid. As I know, when beasts uneasy, there are men in jungle. Do you think that we may be what is frightening them, Tarzan? No, we frighten them, yes. That is why jungle noises here are stopped. But over there, jungle beasts are making noise. Soon, when men get closer, noise will stop. Well, even if you are right, it can quite easily be the black. Exactly, Monsieur Clayton. That is why we must be as careful as possible. But I thought Francois killed the witch doctor. Oh, I thought, Monsieur. Yeah, what evidence do you do? But that can't be helped now. By the way, Francois, when you stuck him, the noise stopped. Oui? Well, then, how did he make the noise? He thought not. What do you mean, he does not? He does not make it himself, that he is to say what he thought. He thought wrongly, because when I came upon him, he was moving his arms to look down low. But he saw wrong and careful then. I hit him and he was stopped for the money. All that I can say is, it was uselessly careless of you not to find out whether or not he was there. And now that is unreasonable, Clayton. You remember that when we found the witch doctor lying in the cave after, um, well, after you and Jarno had uh, worked on him, and we all thought at that time that he was dead, then why blame Francois for the same mistake? Listen. Everything is so unusually quiet. That is what is so Strange, rather an ominous quiet. This way, quickly. They are very close. There's a hole here. Tarzan will take care. No one shoots. If we have to fight, Tarzan will begin. And Tarzan saved the group from falling again into the hands of the cannibals. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! <laughs>